All right. Spe- speaking of movies, did I tell you the documentary I watched um, over the weekend or no? Over the what did you watch? Got a good one for you. It's um, it I forget what it's called exactly, but it's like um, it's like Charles Manson. The story of the sound or something like that. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw the um, ad for it or the icon for it. That is arguably the best Charles Manson documentary now, of the 50 that I've watched. Now, does it have, you know, real footage in it or is it all reenactment? Tons of real footage. It's all real. It, it's all interviews with people that were part of it. Okay. And it's a different slant than every other documentary I've ever seen. Well, this is prior to him becoming, you know, like a cult guy. He was, yeah. this is, this is before he became the infamous Charles Manson. It's, it's basically just be right up to the murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some stuff in the murders, but it, it, it really profiles how he, f- not only how he got himself integrated to the music scene with some really big players, you know, it's obviously the Beach Boys and Dennis Wilson and whatnot. And, um, but it also profiles how he followed what is now considered, and at that time wasn't, but what is now considered the blueprint of how to make a cult. Okay. It was very cool. Again, like you always say, the, the amount of footage that they had is amazing. Yeah. It's just like, it, it's almost like this is preordained. Because if somebody, and I'm just going to use me for an example, if if somebody for whatever reason were to want to make a documentary on me, yeah, there'd be like next to no footage out there. There'd be all there would be is CMS TV. That's it. That's it, and maybe it, some some video that two or three people have of you introducing a band on a sh- at a show or something. At the most, yeah, I know. The, I, there was no home movies. There was no photos. There was no nothing. And it amazes me where they dug up, where they dig up all this archive footage of random. And here's the thing. Who was always running a camera? Yeah, I, I know. Especially I mean, in that era when film was, was not cheap. Yeah. And, and when you bought a camera, my grandfather had one of those little cameras back then with the film and whatever. Yeah, the eight millimeter camera. Yeah. The film was good for about like four minutes of fucking film. Yeah, and it cost like twenty bucks. Twenty five bucks. Yeah, twenty five <laughs> bucks to develop. You know, and it wasn't cheap. Well, and it was expensive to buy it too. To buy it to 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 actually do the recording and, was. You know, to- yeah, yet there's all these just film after film after film of people that you know they weren't even famous or anything, and all of a sudden all of this archive footage is out there where. Well, they're at this club or they're at this rehearsal or they're at this gathering or something. And it's just like, how in the fuck did, did they just catch this guy on film all of a sudden? And he just became a nor- notorious uh, cult leader. Yeah, there was one guy. They were interviewing one guy and then they showed video of, of Manson being a busker on the street for, you know, singing for a quarter or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, who fucking shot that? Yeah, who filmed that and who and how did they get it? Yeah. Who 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 was walking the street, had forty, you know, had forty seconds of film available and and just said, Ah, let me film this guy that's playing guitar on the fucking street. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? But 
amazing. And Manson, this guy had some balls like no one's business. Well, that's 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 usually how people become yeah. infamous is because they uh, possess a certain something about them that's over and above the average person mm-hmm. out there. It's like they they were talking about the whole how he got integrated with Dennis Wilson. Right. And basically, he sent the two girls out, that Krenwinkle girl and some other girl. He sent them out to Los Angeles to walk the streets and find somebody that looked like they had, like they were in the music business. And then, you know, their whole job was to suck the guy's dick or whatever to fucking, you know, make a contact. That was their whole deal. So... These girls were just walking the street and they ran into Dennis Wilson. Dennis Wilson says, Hey, you want to come back to my place to have milk and cookies? <laughs> and, 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 and they were like, yeah, sure. You know, whatever. So they go back to his place, do whatever they're going to do, you know, leave, come back, tell Manson. Manson loads up the car and goes there that night. Yeah. Dennis Wilson's not home. So he just breaks into the house, him and the family. And when Dennis Wilson comes home, he sees all these fucking people in his house. Yeah. And Manson's like, hey, buddy, what's happening, man? And, and dude's like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? He's like, oh, I just had to meet you, whatever. And somehow talked him into not only not calling the police, but then he just moved right in. Yeah. He just moved right in, him and the family, and, and they were just, you know writing music together and doing drugs together and fucking the, the chicks from the, from the Manson family all the time. <laughs> and Dennis Wilson loved it. Yeah, of course. And I was like, Holy fuck. Can you imagine if you just decided, well, I'm going to just break into, uh, Beyonce's house and I'm going to hang out. And, and when she gets, there, I'm going to be like, Hey, what's up, Beyonce? Yeah. Can you imagine? I would be in jail so fucking fast. Well, you know, but but the thing, I think the thing, especially back then, yeah. is that everybody was under the influence of substances all the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, it it, it was crazy. This whole documentary was fabulous. Somebody posted it in the in the chat room, and I'll I'll revisit. He has a song called "Garbage Dump." Okay. And the song is about how they lived, <laughs> and they talked about this. They interviewed all the people. And again, they interviewed him at the time before he was infamous Charles Manson murder guy. Right. And the way they used to live was they found dumpsters where people would throw out food that was still good. And then they would just come out to the dumpster that night, you know, at night and grab the trash take it back and then they'd eat the food yeah it's called dumpster diving <laughs> yeah but 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 they were talking about that they had a pattern to it and they they got to know the guys so that it wouldn't go directly in the dumpster and they you know they would just wait for them and and get the food and right and i was just like jesus this is such a different crazy concept you know and, and the you know it what where it's scary to me is this is the kind of concept that socialism makes. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's that it's that communal living thing. thing. Yeah. And that what the communal living was was nobody has anything, so we'll eat garbage together. Yeah. 
And I was like, I, I'm watching it. And I'm thinking about today's society and I'm thinking about Manson and how he, he took over and, and all this different shit. And I was like, God damn, this is really kind of, this could happen now. Yeah. It's Bernie Manson. Yeah, exactly. Just crazy, man. But, but that documentary fucking rules. I mean, it's really, really good. They talk to, they talk to some cool people in it too, that are really interesting. Like the, um, uh, they had a, the beach boys had their own subsidiary label called brother records. Okay. They were trying to launch, trying to be more hip. And Dennis brought Charles Manson to try out. So then they talked to the guy, the engineer that was working with Charles Manson on the, um, you know, on the recordings, they talked about what a kooky was. Well, then they just happened to have an hour's worth of tape of Charles Manson in the studio recording and with his crazy weird laugh and, you know, all this crazy shit. And I'm like, how have I not heard this shit before? I've watched every documentary known to man. Well, apparently they either unarchived it or whoever owned it, uh, they made a deal to release it. Yeah, something. You know. But you would have thought having an hour, hour and a half of audio of Charles Manson before he, you know, led his people to fucking hack the baby out of Sharon Tate's gut. You know, you would have thought that would have surfaced by now. I mean, it has been, what, 60 years or whatever, 55 years or something, you know, and, and yet this was my first time hearing it. Yeah. I was like, God damn, this is some crazy shit here. Insanity, man. Just, just created great documentary. One, one of the very best I've watched in a really long time. All right. Well, I'll, I'll give it a watch tomorrow. Look it up. What is this thing called? I'm going to look it up real quick so I can give the right name of it. Manson documentary. Yeah. I saw the, like I said, I saw the uh, icon yeah. on, on the uh, Amazon and I, and I read the description of it, but I haven't watched it yet. Can't remember what it's called though, which is crazy. You'd think I would know this like right off the top since I just watched it, but all I think of it is is the Charles Manson one. <laughs> it is Jesus. I don't know. I'll I'll find it and say it later or something. Moving on. Let's see here. Uh it's called Inside the Manson Cult. Is that the or is it is white it, with or like is red? Manson uh Charles Manson Superstar? No, that's not it. It's brand new. Yeah. Charles Manson documentary 2020. It's something about sound, like the inside the sound. Oh, music from the unsound mind. That's it. Yeah. Manson music from the unsound mind. That's it. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Really good watch. All right. I will put that on the agenda for tomorrow. Add it to the watch list. I will. Well, if I did that, I probably still wouldn't see it for eight months. My watch list is so fucking long. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of music-related things. Yes, sir. You're aware that uh, Rick Ocasek of the Cars passed away last year, right? God's going to drive him home tonight. <laughs> well, his estranged wife, mm -hmm. uh, Paulina Porzakova, I think that's how you say her name. Yeah, supermodel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
She was in the uh, You Might Think video, I believe. Right. Well, she feels betrayed because uh, Rick cut her out of his will. Well, go to the gravestone and tell it to it. Yeah. Because that's all more than anybody gives a shit. Yeah. Supermodel Polina Porzakova and rocker Rick O'Casey, O'Kasic, Mm-hmm. Uh, were married for more than 30 years before he died suddenly in 2019. Now in her first television interview since his death, Porzakova, whatever her name is, Porzakova tells CBS Sunday morning she feels betrayed for being cut out of her late husband's will. Does she? The couple married in 1989, and even though they began divorce proceedings in 2017, they still lived in the same home where he died last September. In this August 9th, 2016 file photo, uh, the model and musician Rick Ocasek attended the premiere of Florence Foster Jenkins the New York, in New York City. It made the grievance process really, really tricky, she said. Okay. Uh, in the interview, she said to be, let's see, I would love to be able to be sad and miss him and not also feel this incredible hurt and betrayal. Yeah. See, even after you're dead, it's still about the money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if she wasn't such a bitch to him, he yeah. probably wouldn't have done that. 30, if, if he had any kind of a will and he was with her for 30 years and she's not in it, that says something about what a cunt she was. Right. I, I mean, there's no two ways around it. 30 years, he didn't forget. You know, he, he certainly did not forget to add her. Yeah. He was with her for 30 fucking years. Yeah. So stop it. You were a bitch. You were an asshole. He hated you, and he cut you out <laughs> of the fucking money, the bitch. Yeah, the minute she said, you know, I want a divorce, he goes, okay, I'll cut you out of my will. Fuck you. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. And too bad you did 30 years. Well, you weren't doing it then. Yeah. You fucking said you were, you were out, so he fucking said, beat it, bitch. Yeah, you're not getting any of this car's money. Yeah. Yeah, you might think he's foolish to go and change his will. You might think. Yeah, you might think I'll change my will just to satisfy you. You might think. <laughs> For decades, uh, Porzakova and Okasik were one of the it couples. He was the lead singer of the Cars. She was the model who was the face of the Estee Lauder and on countless magazine cover. So why does she care? Doesn't she have her own money? Well, you would think she does, but. No, you yeah. might think she does. You might think she does. <laughs> you might think I'm crazy. You saved your money from your modeling gigs. You might think. <laughs> Porzakova told uh, Mason finding her husband dead was the worst moment of my life next to divorcing him. And then you saw the will and were really upset. Yes. <laughs> in a wide ranging interview, Porzakova opens up about her modeling career, falling in love with Okasik and dealing with growing older in the business based on images. All right, well, since we're talking about based on images, Rick Ocasek was one ugly motherfucker. He was, but if he wasn't in the cars and had success and money, do you think she was going to be... Fuck no. Of course not. Fuck no. If he, and, if and, he, if he was model, Rick Ocasek at the local uh, janitor of the local high school? 
Yeah, no. <laughs> Rick Ocasek's not getting supermodel pussy unless he had super rock star dollars. That's just the way it was. That's just you how it goes, man. You married his wallet. Then you tried to divorce his wallet, and he fucking beat you to the punch by dying. So you lose. All that time you invested was a loss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got nothing. <laughs> Go pancake some must some makeup on your face and fuck off. Right. <laughs> Poor cigar. Look at look at that picture of those two together. Get the fuck out of here. Look at that shit. I see that. That's like, come on. Come on. You were deeply in love. No, you weren't. He looks he looks like fucking Wayne from Wayne's world. He looks like Lurch. He looks <laughs> You put a ball cap on him and have him going, we're not worthy. That's what he should be doing. I'm not worthy of that glorious pussy. Right. But he got to fuck it for 30 years and then fucking you left. Right. So fuck you. Look at, look at these pictures of him and her. Yeah, I see that. That looks like a stalker that rushed the stage. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. I, listen, you're not, you're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> this guy was not an attractive dude. Oh, uh, he's, he's, he's Chris Isaac level. Yeah. Except he had probably more money than Chris Isaac. Yeah. Not Chris Isaac. What was that guy that married Julia Roberts? That wasn't Chris Isaac. What was that guy's name? Oh, Lyle Lovett. Lyle Lovett. Yeah. 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 How did that happen? <laughs> How did Lyle love that's always been the one that because she had money and Lyle Lovett was never a huge star was he he had you know at that time he was a popular guy but was he huge I mean he was never Beatlesque no was he? no I don't think so he was always a b-leaguer and that's when she was making 25 million or whatever a movie and to think that he was banging Julia Roberts in pretty woman years oh my god have you seen her recently holy shit she hit the wall yeah she definitely hit the wall i'd still hit that though <laughs> of course you would for the story I, I, of course oh for the story no because, <laughs> because i would still hit that <laughs> i would hit that if she was the fucking girl at burger king <laughs> the girl at burger king looked exactly like julia roberts i'd be begging to bang that uh. Her, although she does have a joker mouth. Yeah. She that's she you, needs to I got to I, I got to be honest with you. She's always been annoying to me. Julia Roberts? Yeah. Why? I don't you know. know she, I I just didn't never liked her. I liked her. She was just annoying. She had, she kind of had a pretty smile although it was like 6 miles too big for her fucking face. Yeah, but, she had a pretty woman smile. Yeah. Well, she had a big face. That's the thing with her. I think, she, I think I'm going to title this this uh, segment tomorrow. Julia Roberts has a big face. <laughs> you know what it is? Honestly, a big she, face with a joker. <laughs> she she has you. She needs to gain probably like 25 pounds. Oh my so god! She would get some meat on her face. So <laughs> smile would look normal sized. Her smile looks like it's three times too big <laughs> her face is so skinny she's See, look at that picture of her right there if she would chunk up on her face a little bit <laughs> chunk up on her face look at her mouth her mouth goes edge to edge with her eyes she doesn't look that's good as a blonde much, that's too much mouth yeah 
That's too much mouth. She could fucking give good head to a fire hose. Oh, my God. She's got way too much fucking mouth. Yeah, she, she never did anything for me. I liked her in Pretty Woman. Yeah. She, I liked her. I mean, I didn't. The movie sucked, but looking at her in the pink dress was pretty good. Yeah. But then you watch the burning. What was that one? Sleeping with the enemy. It's like, no, nah, nah, I think I'll avoid you, hon. But yeah, look at her big fucking smile in those pictures. <laughs> she does have a big joker mouth. She does look her her I, I mean I'm I'm measuring my own right now. My mouth goes to the middle of my eyes. Demons coming in the chat room. What'd she say? She could suck four dicks once. She could. She's a she's a six input girl. <laughs> she could she could suck a whole bag of dicks at once. <laughs> Hey, look at the picture of her with the open mouth. Oh, wow, that's cavernous. She could blow a rhinoceros easily. <laughs> look at that fucking huge mouth. Now, I wonder if I should change the title that Julia Roberts can blow a <laughs> I just can't get over how wide her mouth is. I mean, her mouth goes from edge to edge of her eyes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Look at the It's a wolf trap. <laughs> Look, there she is in a hat with some white makeup. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I like her with the purple hat there. Oh, shit. Honestly, the joke out there on the Joker, on the, the Nicholson Joker, same size as her mouth. Oh, fuck. Same exact size. It's a wolf trap. Wolf trap. <laughs> wolf trap. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Julia Roberts could blow her right <laughs> It's definitely going to be the title. <laughs> I could just imagine the moderators at YouTube have what? We really should ban this for something. Oh my we? god. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my god. Uh <clears throat> Porsakova was a top model featured on magazine covers around the world in the nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties. She continues uh, to work today, just not uh, as much because she said it's hard for a woman to remain vital in an image-based business. She said her willingness to post makeup-free images online to show her authentic self has cost her work. Yeah, so now she's a hand model. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. You hit the wall, and now you're not hot. Yeah. I, I actually... Uh, bonafide lost a job because I did one of the look at me. This is my face without makeup post and I've never used Botox or fillers. She said, uh, well, then do that. You should know better as a model dummy. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Aren't you brave for posting makeup list photos? Yeah. You're brave and homeless. Apparently <laughs> brave and homeless. We have to cut this into a lot of pieces. <laughs> Brave and homeless. <laughs> I think 
that Julia Roberts could blow up rhinoceros is probably well that'll get the most clicks <laughs> people are gonna be like what the fuck are they talking about? holy shit that's funny god damn that had me laughing and our fans man oh yeah they jumped right on that she gets sucked four dicks <laughs> Polina uh Polina said on a photo shoot for Harper's Bazaar magazine uh Polina admits she used to be judgmental about people who used fillers I used to go oh you know I can't believe anybody's injecting themselves and changing the way they look and now I think no you know it really it's freaking hard to be a woman and it's really freaking hard to be a woman over 50 because we really get dismissed from the table she said <laughs> look at this Bravo. Oh my God. Bravo, it's, Ricky Andrews yeah. in the chat room. It's Holy Julia Roberts smoke. blowing a rhino. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's an image I did not listen to. <laughs> That's an image that was created right here on the show. Oh my God! I I need to see that. No one ever thought about Julia Roberts blowing a rhino until now. I would imagine that is the first time ever that a rhinoceros getting blown by Julia Roberts has been a gif or oh. been a been a meme. Oh. <laughs> oh my God! Wow! Look at look at that picture Skippy put in there. Holy shit! Look at those teeth. Shark teeth. Certainly wouldn't want her sucking my cock. Wow. Jesus. Wait, talk about getting your dick raked. Yeah, no shit. Oh. Should I put the Julia Roberts blowing the rhino on, <laughs> on Gab? Sure, why not? I'll put it on Gab. Because I know I can I know I can get away with it there. Soon to come the segment where Julia Roberts blows a rhino. Oh man. All right, uh, we have like a weird zone between your J-Lo looking fabulous and then Betty White, she added, and then there's a kind of a dead zone between the two, so I'm trying to fill the dead zone, she said. All right. <laughs> the Emmy Award winning Sunday morning is uh, broadcast on CBS, blah, blah, blah. Be sure to check it out, yada, yada, yada. So she's all butthurt that uh, Rick Ocasek said, yeah, you married my wallet, you divorced my wallet, you get nothing. Yeah. So beat it. Yeah. Old, old unattractive granny. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Too funny. That is funny. So there you are. You get nothing. You married my wallet, you get nothing. That's right. Well, there it is. Julia Roberts could blow a rhino right. on Gab. I'm going to start using Gab. Because we can post all this shit from the chat room on Gab. Oh. Using that. I needed a good laugh like that. Well, glad we could help. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that's fucking hysterical. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you, and your, Jesus, you, and your, you and your analogies of Julia <laughs> Roberts having a big mouth. She does have a big mouth, though. I mean, I, I'm not wrong there. No, you're not wrong. I just, it's just like, I don't know, you know, again, I, I don't understand your attraction thinking she was hot and shit. I mean, it's not that she's not, not attractive, but for me personally, I, I've always just found her annoying. I'm just saying if she gained 
20 pounds or so and put a little <laughs> she, fat on her face. If, if, she had a pu- if she had a pumpkin head, that, that mouth would fit just perfect. Well, dude, t- do, the, do the test. Put your, put your fingers <laughs> on the side of your own mouth. Yes. Go up, and it goes to the middle of your eyes. Right. She puts it on the side of her. She's scratching her ears. <laughs> Shit. The girl's got a huge mouth. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad you pointed that out because I would have never uh, made that analogy before. <laughs> you never thought she had a big mouth? I Again, I, I just never, never thought about her. Never thought about her because she, she just didn't do anything for me. Right. No, I get it. I'm glad I could add something to the show tonight. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I've been here all pissed off. At least I got some funny out of me, uh, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, actually had, had some tears coming out of my eyes here. Good. Very good. Mm, so good. All right. Let's take a short break here. All right. I thought I'd play some Spread Eagle. I'm going to dedicate this one to you and Julia Roberts as a couple. All right. All right, play three songs too. By the way, <clears throat> okay, I can do that. I'm, I'm needing the third song more and more here for video editing shit. For for, for editing, that's right. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I'm going to dedicate this to you and your your beloved uh, the Joker, Julia Roberts. <laughs> and this All is right. this is Spread Eagle with Hot Sex <laughs> exclusively here on your classic metal show. This is Ray West with Spread Eagle, and you're listening to The Classic Metal Show. <laughs> 